Hey there, and welcome back to the Mini Weekend. I'm your host, Jack. And for the second straight podcast, we actually had a tie in voting for Just Here for the Beer. So just like we did last time, I'm uh, going to roll a dice one through three. Uh, we're going to go with Duluth Cider tonight, and four, five, or six, we're going with Burning Brothers. So let's crack a beer and get the thing go- rolling. So, after that riveting dice roll, um, I got a two. So, we're going with Duluth Cider Gitch tonight. It's uh, a semi-sweet cider. Oh, this is really cool. They kind of have like a little uh, get-to-know-you-about-the-beer-on-the-side-of-it. It's very far on the sweet side versus dry, which I can tell. Um, It's very bold and crisp. Uh, APB is 6.1%. it is, in fact, fact gluten-free, and it actually says on here, it says Gitch is short for Gitch Gammy, which is the Ojibwe name for Lake Superior, fun fact. And this, I didn't realize this until right now. Um, it's uh, This can is really cool. It's got a picture of that Duluth Bridge, and it's gorgeous. Um, made in Duluth, uh, Minnesota. Um, it says Duluth Cider is an unpasteurized and is unpasteurized and should be cold. So uh, if you go grab them, um, be sure to put them right in the uh, right in the fridge. It's it's really nice too. If you ever um, go to Total Wine and get uh, one of their cans, it actually tells you where their tap room is. So they're actually right off of West Superior Street, right in Duluth, right actually down uh, a couple blocks from Bent Paddle Brewery, which we featured on the podcast here too. And I can't, I'm I'm blanking, but I'm pretty sure there's another brewery in that area that we've done as well. So um, I gotta say, I mean, it's like, I mean, like the can said, it's it's very sweet. Um, I do like it. It's not, um, it's not a bad drink. It's just very sweet. And when I'm drinking, you know, having a drink, uh, I don't really prefer that sweetness uh, or too much sweetness. It kind of gets my molars going in the back. But it's a, it's not a bad um, bad cider by any means. Uh, definitely go check out their website. Their website is uh, simply just DuluthCider.com. Um, really great website, uh, very self-explanatory. They actually have a map with, um, little icons that show you everywhere you can go to pick up this, uh, their beer. If you don't want to go straight to, uh, their brewery in, um, or their, uh, tap house in Duluth. Uh, so very cool. Uh, definitely go check that out. Um, they have, uh, events, coming up um so let me see here uh tonight's the 28th so they actually have a food truck at 4 p.m for um wait no i think i'm looking at the wrong thing here um but they have a food truck every single wednesday they got musics on thursday they got trivias every single monday so definitely um go uh check them out um very gorgeous pictures uh Obviously, they're they're right on the river too, so it's gorgeous up in that area, especially this time of the year. Um, but to get down to brass tacks, like I said, I like it. Um, I don't typically, unless I'm at uh, cidery, if you will, or something like that. I definitely don't gravitate towards ciders. Um, I do like it. It's a little more sweet for my liking. Um, but I do like it, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go six eight. Um, simply from the fact I, like I said, I like it. It's a little more sweet for my liking, but it is something that I would get again. It's not like the sweetest cider I've had before, so I would definitely get it again. Um, but hey, go uh, go tell me I'm wrong. Go uh, go check them out. Um, and, um, get some, excuse me, get some other ones and tell me what other, um, 
what other stuff I should get from them. So they they have tap room and to go hours. Uh, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays are open noon to 10 p.m. Fridays and Saturdays noon to 11 p.m. and then Sundays 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. So, excuse me. Wow, excuse me. You guys had to have known that was coming eventually. <laughs> so yeah, go uh, go check them out. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. So um, on to the college corner. So um, for the Gopher hockey team, they've been uh, you know holding steady. Um, they didn't get off to the heart hot. They haven't gotten off to the heart hot start. Sorry, this year that they got to um, last year. Um, obviously, um, Alaska got postponed. Um, they swept Mercyhurst, but then after that, they uh, they um, split with St. Cloud State. And then just this last weekend, they actually got swept by UMD. Um, Friday night they lost three to five, and Tuesday night, or sorry, Saturday um, night they lost one to two. So definitely gotta get their mojo going. Um, they're playing. I've been seeing ads, watching all of the uh, the uh, Timberwolves games and the Wilds games that they're playing Notre Dame <clears throat> this weekend. So definitely go check that out. That's going to be a um, that's going to be a huge huge game um they are going to be playing them tomorrow on friday at 8 p.m and then saturday at 5 p.m um excuse me so yeah go go check them out um they've kind of got a like i said i mean they up to their standards they haven't started great but hey hopefully this uh this um Sorry, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> this uh, this series against the uh, Notre Dame Fighting Irish can kind of get them back on track. Right now, they are currently seventh in the nation, and Notre Dame is fourteenth. So this is definitely a series that they should be um, uh, that they should be uh, sweeping. Uh, senior forward Blake McLaughlin is leading Minnesota currently with nine points on the season and is leading the Big Ten with eight assists on the year. He's uh, also currently tied for third in the nation in assists, um, and he's actually recorded multi-point performances in four out of our first six games, while sophomore uh, forward Mason Nevers has scored a goal in three of Minnesota's six games this season already and already has a new career high for goal scoring. Um, so definitely... Um, Definitely um, want to get ahead in this uh, in this series. Um, I was actually seeing here it says the rivalry between the Fighting Irish and I love reading up on people playing the Fighting Irish. We uh, it started back in 1925 and we hold a 35 to 35 24 and four all time record against them. Um, they traded road sweeps last year uh, with the Gophers. And claimed a back-to-back three-nothing wins at the Compton Family Ice Arena. So, uh, should be uh, should be a good game all around. Um, so yeah, definitely go. Uh, excuse me, go go watch that and cheer them on. Um, as for the Tommy hockey team, so this their last game, they finally got on their winning ways. Um, so they split with uh Ferris State um in Mendota Heights. They lost the first one in a very, very um close fashion in overtime one to two and then came back the second night on Saturday and beat them by a score of five to two, getting their first ever division one um I mean win. I mean very um very exciting for them. It was a very um, power play ridden game. Um, both teams had more than enough opportunities, but only Ferris State was able to um, connect on that. And fun fact in this game, St. Thomas jumped out to a 5 nothing 
lead behind two goals from Luke Manning and then goals also for, from Matthew Jennings, Trevor Zins, and Kyler Grundy. So congratulations to them on a huge, uh, huge win to get the monkey off their back. Um, currently, they are in Arizona or on their way to Arizona right now as they're going to be taking on the Arizona State uh, Sun Devils. Uh, so for you Tommies uh, alum and fans, they will be playing the Sun Devils at 8.05 uh, tomorrow night on Friday and then Saturday at 8.05 once again. Uh, so go... Um, Go cheer them on, and um, let's uh, let's see if they can kind of get things going here. Uh, as for the women's hockey team, uh, they're currently third in the nation, only behind two more Big Ten teams. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but I believe they were... Um, I can't remember who was one and who was two, but both of them are Ohio State and Wisconsin. I just don't know who was one and two. Um in similar fashion, the women, um, they're they're holding steady right now. They're five and three once again. They got off to a lot hot of a hotter of a start than they did um, last year than this year. But hey, they're currently riding a four game uh, win streak. I mean, after being swept by the Ohio State Buckeyes, have actually gone on to win um, five of their next six games. So that's that's a huge plus. Um, two weekends ago. They swept Minnesota State um, in a home-and-home home series, 3-0 and 6-2. And then just this last weekend, they beat uh, Colgate 5-3 uh, and 3-2. So all, I mean, you know, once again, riding, definitely riding a high right now. And, um, um, I mean, definitely time to, uh, to capitalize. They're taking on Bemidji State, uh, this, excuse me, this uh, weekend, um, the puck drop is set for 3 p.m. Uh, tomorrow on Friday and then 2 p.m. on Saturday. So definitely, definitely got to check them out. Um, the Gophers uh, seniors have uh, have scored all eight goals actually over this last weekend. Abigail Boreen tallied a career high four points in the series and was named the WCHA Forward of the Week for the first time. So congratulations to her. Uh, Emily Oden played in her 100th career game on Friday. Um, well, Crystalline Hengler played in her 100th game on Saturday. So congratulations to both of them. Both Michaela Paul and Lauren Bench picked up a win over this last series. And Taylor Heisey um, with two goals and one assist. Amy Potomac, two goals. And Katie Skaya, one goal and one assist, all joined uh, Abigail Boreen with multi-point weekend. So, um, like I said, they're rolling right now. They definitely got to capitalize on this uh, against the, excuse me, against the um, Beavers, and um, they should be able to ride this into you know the weekend. They got uh, after Bemidji State, they got RIT, who's very beatable. St. Cloud State, who's always competitive, and then they're getting into their um, holiday showcase. So stay tuned. As for the uh, women's Tommy hockey team, um, they're they're keeping their heads uh, above water. Um, so after getting swept by Ohio State to, to start the season, um, they split with Bemidji State, winning on uh, the second game to get their first win. And then they actually started off their home-and-home home series with the St. Cloud State Huskies and won the first game and actually tied the second game. Uh, and then just this last weekend, they got um, demolished by the UMD Bulldogs, losing by a combined score of 10 to nothing, 3 nothing Saturday night and 7 nothing on Sunday. So... Currently, they're sitting 2-5-1 and one right now. So, I mean, all things considered, a good start to a season. Um, you know, especially first time being in the... Uh, first time being in Division One. Um, for the Lady Tommies hockey team, they're actually going to be in Rochester or once again on their way or in Rochester, New York, as they will be taking on RIT tomorrow at 1 p.m., and then, and then on Saturday, that game will be at noon. So, once again, I mean, we talked about this before the season. And, you know, 
both the Tommy's men's and women's hockey teams are in tough conferences, but hey, the only way to get better is to you know beat teams that are better than you or play teams that are better than you. So hopefully they can kind of get their uh, footing underneath them and uh, all things all things that go for them. So moving on to basketball. So uh, still uh, not a whole lot, uh, not a whole lot of news. But the good thing is, by the next time we will be on the, um, both the men's and women's basketball teams will start up in action. So we'll just kind of there's no new news, but we'll kind of go over their first couple of games for those that are interested in watching. So. For the men's um, gopher basketball team, they're actually taking on Concordia St. Paul in an exhibition game this Monday at 7 p.m. Um, and then the and then actually that's the only one. Their their next game's actually on November 9th. So anybody interested in that, that will be on Big Ten Plus. Excuse me, as uh, for the Tommy basketball. Fans, same thing. They won't be starting until the 9th, so just hang tight on that front. As for the women gopher basketball team, they're actually going to be taking on Minnesota Crookston in an exhibition game as well on Sunday at 2 p.m. on Halloween. That game will also be on Big Ten Plus. So, excuse me, definitely go um, check them out, you know. Let's let's get let's get going, and then um, the lady Tommies will actually be getting going the next week, as excuse me as well. So um, stay tuned for bas- uh for you basketball fans. And um, with that said, we are to our first uh, question uh, in a while now. So Jeff actually uh, asked. Do you think the Gophers have a legit have a legit chance to win the Big Ten West? Um, and truthfully, not the Big Ten optim or not the op eternal optimist myself, but the realist. I think they do, but um, in typical Minnesota fashion, we we control our our own destiny. Right now, we're tied with Iowa, who's having a great year. You know, Iowa's a good team. Um, but so short answer, Jeff. Yeah, I, I think they have a legitimate chance to do it, but we control our own destiny. We, you know, I think PJ Fleck is a great coach. I think watching some of our last couple games, we definitely have, um, we definitely have the, uh, the talent, you know, all of our running backs are stepping up as guys go down. Um, and we definitely have that, uh, going, but I mean, the crazy thing is this Minnesota team. We could very well end the season going five and zero just as easily as we could be going zero and five. Um, the plus the Northwestern Wildcats, who were playing this uh, weekend Saturday at two p.m. on the Big Ten Network, um, they're coming off of a huge loss against the Michigan Wolverines in Michigan. So. Um, you know, it it could go either way, but you know, this is a team that uh, the Gophers, if they want to take that next step with PJ Fleck and become you know a prominent Big Ten team, this is a game they just have to win. Um, so, kind of you know, continuing on with your question, Jeff. Um, you know, so we got Northwestern team we should very well beat um, Iowa, who's actually ninth. Now, that, that's kind of a tricky game because I was obviously very good. There are probably not a lot of people that are counting on us to win that game. But here's the thing. If we can find a way to beat them, that would put us in the top um, 25 for sure. Um, but if we can you know, hang with them, um, and then we got Wisconsin. By their standards, they're having an off year. Um, they're totally beatable. Purdue's beatable. And then... Or no, sorry, that's Northwestern. <laughs> um, I'm looking at the wrong schedule. Um, Northwestern, and then we got Illinois after Northwestern, very beatable. And then Iowa, and then Indiana, who they've been very streaky this year, and then Wisconsin. Um, so, yeah, I think I look at um, that 
Iowa game, because I guess I didn't realize how close we were in the standings. Um, Iowa's six and one overall, three and one in Big Ten play. Minnesota's five and two, uh, being three and one in Big Ten play. So I definitely right now think that um, that Iowa game could very well be the game that decides who's going to win the Big Ten West. Um, do I think we have a chance to do it? Hell yeah, we do. Um, will it happen? <laughs> that remains to be unseen. Um, if our running backs continue to, you know, have this next man up mentality, it's going to be hard, you know, for us to lose. Um, but Tanner Morgan and his passing attack has got to get get going. Um, they've just got to get going. Um, we're we're running the ball a lot, which I love, but. Um, I love it because it helps to open the passing game, but, um, yeah, I just, I'd love to see more passing attack, um, from us to kind of open the game and, you know, blow things up, but I do anticipating us beating Northwestern and it is a legitimate chance for us to win, uh, the Big Ten West. So thank you for your question, Jeff. Um, as for... The Tommy football team, they are actually coming off of two straight wins. Um, so two weekends ago, or actually two straight wins, but only one happened since we were last on. They had a bye this last weekend, but the weekend before that, they laid the beat down in Florida against Stetson uh, University, 38 to um seven behind a huge uh huge uh rushing attack from the Tommy team. Um Hope uh what's what's his name again? Uh Hope Adebayo for us. Um a sophomore from Invergrove Heights, Minnesota. Just ran all over this team. He ran for 182 yards, um scoring four touchdowns so I mean this kid just had an unbelievable historic day congratulations to him um hope he can get going too I mean I look at some of these last couple games and you know we got some grind out games you know Valspario we beat 22 uh 13 even San Diego we lost 24 27 uh Butler we you know killed uh, University of uh, Northern Iowa, we got killed in Michigan. You know, Tech was close. If we can get, you know, this rushing attack going, I I think that'll be awesome. Um, you know, the Tommies currently have four games left on the schedule. Um, on Saturday, they will be in St. Paul um, playing Marist, excuse me, uh, Marist College. Um so that'll be that'll be an interesting uh game. Morris is actually currently coming off of a uh very close loss um in uh in Poughkeepsie, New York at home against Moorhead State. Um so we'll just have to see what uh what they bring um looking at some of the similar games we uh, beat Valspario very close. They played Valspario very close as well. And then Stetson, they beat them 34-3. to So it should be a good game. I mean, you don't know until it actually happens. But looking at the stats and the numbers, it's, it's shaping up to be whether we win or lose a close game one way or another. So um, roll Toms. Hope that they can uh, keep the thing going and... I don't know, maybe even make a push for, you know, making the uh the uh the playoffs. Who knows? We'll just have to wait and see. So once again, um you guys know uh my favorite part of the podcast. Uh unfortunately this week I will not be shouting out a new local business. I want to kind of re shout out a already existing business we've done nautical bowls so i've been keeping up with them uh super excited i actually just found out within like the last week or two they just opened a maple grove location so i think um when i when i shouted them out last they had only had um 
their locations. Sorry, I had it pulled up. I don't know. I got too much stuff open here. I apologize, guys. So they mainly had uh, locations in the South Metro. They had um, Lakeville, Edina, um, St. Louis Park, uh, those kinds of locations, which all things concerned, uh, all things considered, aren't aren't very far from me. But they just opened one very close to me, so I'm super excited. Can't wait to try them out in Maple Grove. They actually have a second one. It looks like is coming soon, guys. They have these things popping up everywhere. Um, like I mentioned, um, the first time we shouted them out, but I'll bring it up again. Um, Nautical Bowls is like a health excuse me, a health uh, food restaurant. Um, so, um, uh, you know, they were founded in Minnesota. Um, I mean, I've said it again, but there are their ingredients are awesome. Uh, they're organic, gluten-free, dairy-free, plant-based, and packed with essential vitamins and nutrients to fuel your life. Um, and then once again, like I already mentioned, they, you know, they really value healthy and active lifestyles. I mean, I know... You know, I know it's not super sweet stuff, but guys, you gotta go check out their website, nauticalbowls.com, and look at some of these bowls and tell me it doesn't just look, I mean, amazing. Um, they look very good. Um, like I said, now that there's one very close to me in Maple Grove, I can't wait to go check them out. I might even go, I'm, I'm off work tomorrow, so I might even go grab this for lunch tomorrow. Who knows? Um... But yes, go go check them out. Like I said, uh, they got uh, places popping up. You can find them on um, Facebook and Instagram. Review them on Google if you've been there before. And once again, guys, if you've been there before, let me know um, what bowls you like. I, I'm very unpicky. I will eat almost anything at least once. So let me know if you've been there, what I should be trying and what you know is the stuff to get. So please... Um, let me know. So with that, we will get into our professional sports and stay stay alert. We we actually have some uh, this, some questions this week, guys. So um, excuse me. Before we get too much into the questions, um, only news on the Twins. I uh, I found out just a couple days ago that Nelson Cruz won the MLB's Roberto Clemente Award for philanthropy. So congratulations to him. Um, I kind of still feel like he's a twin, so I, I felt it was necessary to say that. Uh, he he was just awesome, I, and I know even after being traded to the Tampa Bay Rays, um, he was talking about I I definitely you know sign as a free agent with the Twins again. So who who knows? Um, other than that, we are in the midst um, of the World Series. Uh, the World Series actually started back on Tuesday, October um, 26th. Uh, the Atlanta Braves took the first game 6-2. Uh, to two. Um, And then last night, um, unfortunately, the Astros won 7-2. Um, um, and I guess that goes into... Abigail actually asked me, who, who are you rooting for? So... I have to be honest, I've been paying attention to like highlights and stuff like that and watching you know, the Game Center on ESPN app. I haven't watched either of the games yet, but 100% Braves. 100% Braves. Um, I, I can't stand the Astros after their whole cheating gate came out about 2017. I, I'm very firmly a, I mean, you know, you guys can, you know, make fun of me all you want. Um, once a cheater, always a cheater. Like, like I've always said, like a win is a win and a loss is a loss. It doesn't matter how you cut it. Um, but when when you cheat and like I I don't really care for Rob Manfred because truthfully after all that came out about them cheating to get the World Series, they should have been they should have taken all of their World Series shit back. So sorry for getting so passionate about this. But I just I have no I have no um, I have zero, you know, just cheating. Like, I just, I have, sorry, I was playing. I have zero tolerance for it. Like, if you're playing in a game, like, you try to get a competitive edge, you know, in basketball, you know, by flopping or, you know, in hockey, you know, you try to take a dive to get a penalty or something like that. Like, I get it. But when you're stealing signs 
in a game and you're doing it over and over and over and over and over again and you're getting away with it, like, I just, I have zero tolerance for it. But, I mean, you can agree to disagree with me on this, but no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm rooting for the Astros. Um, and I definitely think they have, you know, what it takes to do it off. Eddie Rosario, dude, I wish you were still a twin, but hey, congrats to you. I hope you win a ring. Um, but with that, um, moving on to the wild. So uh, we actually do, excuse me, have a question uh, about the wild. But before we get into that, I did want to um, bring to light what we did last year. So once again, similar to last year, we're going to be doing a weekly, you know, a mini weekend wild player of the week. Uh, and guys, I'm I'm not kidding you. It was tough to decide this week. Um, it was tough to decide this week. So um, a lot of guys played amazing. So right now we're sitting at five and one. Um, we're tied. I think I I, I believe we're second uh, in our division, only behind St. Louis, who hasn't lost yet. Um, but guys, listen to this. Through our first six games. Because we didn't have a podcast last week. So through our first six games, we've scored 20 goals with 14 different goal scorers. And we currently have 19 players that have at least one point. One point. So after careful consideration, um, a lot of people might not agree with me on this. But I'm picking him not because he's leading us in points. I'm picking this because... It's early in the season, and he's already showing he's worth his new huge contract, and he's taken that next step in his game. Joel Eriksson X. So, I I thought the last year and the year before that I thought he was in a good guy. He seemed a little scrawny, a little small, but you know he was able to score some goals. He was able to get some points, and you know he was an okay guy. This guy is taking. I mean, I. There's no better way to say it. He's taking the next step in his game. He's getting a lot more opportunities on the power play. Currently, six games in, we've only scored four power play goals. He has half of them. He also has a game-winning goal um, that beat Winnipeg. Um, He's currently tied for the lead with Matt Zuccarello leading the team in goals scored. And he's third on the team, tied for third on the team with uh, points, uh, with four points in the first um, uh, six games, so I just I see him out there um, minus that Nashville game. You know that was a, a little tough to watch, but hey, it was the first second night of a back to back for the Wild, and you know whether you're a basketball fan or a hockey fan, back to backs are just tough. They're tough. Um, whether you're on the road or whether you're um, at home, they're tough. So no, I I really like Joel Erickson X plays. Um, He's really taking that next step. He's he's uh, getting in front of the net. I mean, you look at those three goals he got against Winnipeg. They were garbage goals. And, you know, if, if you're a hockey fan, you've heard people talk about this before. Garbage goals are just as important as, you know, super sick, you know, and flippy and stuff like this goals. And I just... Um, him getting in front of the net just makes me happy. You know, personally, I think Jordan Greenway is more of that. He's a lot bigger of a guy, so you like to see him in front of the net a little more. But then you got to remember, Joel Eriksson Ack is a tr- is a center and Greenway is a winger. So, and you typically don't see wingers get in front of the net. That's more uh, a captain or not, not a captain, a uh, excuse me, a uh, you know a centerman's job. So. He's doing what he's got to do. I mean, four points in six games, that's that's no easy feat. Um, so, yeah, that that's who I'm going with. There's a case to be made for Matt Zuccarello. He is uh, the one leading us in points uh, with seven points. There's a case to be made for Cam Talbot, but I want to make something very clear. Um, Cam Talbot... Um, like I've like I always say, I sound like a broken record. A win is a win, a loss is a loss. It doesn't matter how you get it. So, um, right now, 
excuse me, he's a perfect uh, five and zero on the year, right? One, two, three, four. Yeah, he's a perfect five and zero on the year. But here's the thing: <coughs> despite being five and zero on the year, Cam Talbot isn't even in the top ten or top fifteen goalies in the league in save percentage or goals against. So, you know, naturally, yeah, you can say, well, you know, Jack, you know, our defense, you know, we got a lot of new guys on defense or, you know, we got to try to gel it up. And I, yep, I get it. But at the same time, a goalie is a goalie. Like a goalie is in charge of tracking the puck. He's in charge of stopping the puck. <clears throat> and he's let in some relatively easy <clears throat> And I say this being a fan that, you know, has obviously played goalie before. I'm just kidding. I never have. But I would have been more inclined to keep him in my running for the player of the week. Um, If his numbers were just better. I mean, I, that's just, that's a little off-putting for me. Or I don't know if off-putting is the right way to say it, but the bottom line is he started off hot. His record, he's 5-0. You can't, like... That's still five wins. He got those wins because we came from behind one, two, three, four times, twice in overtime. You know, and, and there's no denying he's made big saves for us. But I mean, I just I don't see it yet. I'm not seeing it. Truthfully, I'd like to see us play Kakinen, Kakinen a little more. I know you know we're. We're starting off the season right now five and one. We've won, you know, our first, you know, we've won five out of our first six. You don't want to fix what's not broken. Um, but Kakin is our goalie of the future. Talbot's great. He's 33, 34, but he's not our goalie of the future. Um, Kakinen took the L against Nashville, but once again, it was a back to back. Should he have played better? Of course he should have. But losses happen. You know, in in an eighty-two game season, you're bound to lose. You know, at least ten times. I mean, you look at some of the best teams, even in the NBA. Um, you know, the Bulls and the freaking Golden State Warriors still lost. You know, ten nine games. So losses are going to happen. Um, but it's a you know you still got to look good in those games and look you know on top of it. <clears throat> um. But that's who we're going with. But so sorry. So Caitlin actually reached out and said, "Are you concerned with um, Kirill's slow start?" And I'm glad you asked this because I've heard a lot of people talking about this. I've heard some of the FSN North commentators talk about it, and you know, Kirill Kaprizov had a great. <clears throat> excuse me. He had a great rookie season. There's no denying that um he won the Calder excuse me he won the Calder Cup as the rookie of the year excuse me sorry he won the cup Calder Cup as uh rookie of the year and he finished excuse me sorry I just took a sip of the uh the beer so I'm a little Bubbly. So he finished the year in 55 games with 27 goals and 24 assists for a total of 51 points, which is almost, I mean, that's almost a point a game. People are forgetting this guy has five assists and is number two on the team in points yet. So am I concerned he hasn't scored a goal yet? A little, not a lot. Um, it seems like he's playing. <coughs> I don't know if it's um, early in the season. I don't know if he's trying something new. It seems like he's playing a different style of play. Um, oftentimes, it looks like he's trying to do too much. Um, you know, my advice to him would be, you know, just let the game come to you. So, Caitlin. Similar to like what I've said before, short answer, I'm not super concerned about it, <clears throat> partially because, well, the reason I am concerned is because you got, you know, we paid this guy $9 million a year, and he hasn't even scored a goal yet in the first six games, but at the same time, you look at what I said earlier, through our first six games, we've scored 20 goals with 14 different goal scorers, 
and have at least 19 players with at least one point. We had a decent size of turnover from last year. We had some free agents leave. We had guys get bought out. Um, we had free agents come in um, and that nature. But, I mean, you look at this and you could, again, it's very early. You can make the argument the Wild are still one of the deepest teams in the league, I mean, you look at you look at that fourth line um, of Brandon Duhame, uh, Nico Sturm, um, and Nick Bukestad, and even that Rem Pitlick. But between the four, excuse me, between the four of those guys, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven points, and that's your fourth line guys. Like these guys are getting good minutes. A lot of fourth line guys in the NHL. They're not getting a lot of time. Um, you know, I mean, you know, Merrill, like, Bukestead, Merrill, Nico Sturm, Brandon Duhame, Jared Spurgeon, Joel Eriksson-Eck, Ryan Hartman, Victor Rask, Frederick Goudreau, Jonas Brodeen, Matt Dumba, Marcus Foligno, Matt Zuccarello, and Kevin Fiala. What I, are all goal scorers for us so far. Would I have loved to include Kaprizov's name? Yes. We haven't needed him. He's he's gotten. I mean, I think out of our his five assists. <clears throat> I mean, I I don't have all the box scores pulled up, but I'm pretty sure all five, for sure, four of those five assists, if not all five, are primary assists. So, like I said, a little bit. I'm a little concerned just from the standpoint of you, you know you pay this guy nine million dollars a year. He should be able to be scoring once, if nothing else, at least once every you know two, three games because that's why you signed him for so much. But at the same time, we have so much depth that it's like, hey, like whoever gets a goal, gets a goal. Like now, if in the next two, three weeks, you know, he gets two points on two assists, yeah, I'll <laughs> I'll be you know, cause for concern, but right now, this, this kid's leading, not only is he second in points, he's leading the team in assists right now, so I'm not super worried about it, it is a great question, and it's something to keep an eye on, because, you know, it's just like anything, you know, sophomore season, excuse me, sophomore slump is a real thing, I don't think he's going to have that, but it's like a lot of things, you just got to get the monkey off your back, I think once he gets his first goal, Hopefully in the next week, um, it's 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 just all gonna come to him. But like, like I said, my advice to him would just be: let the game come to you, young guy. Let the game come to you. So up next for the Wild, um, from now until the next time, we'll be on. So tonight they're playing um, Seattle. That game is unfortunately at nine. And then on Saturday, October 30th, they'll be at Colorado for an 8 p.m. game with the Avalanche. And then on Tuesday, November 2nd, they will host Ottawa, and that game will be at 7 p.m. <clears throat> Excuse me. All three of those games can be found on Bally Sports North. So, can't wait to, uh, can't wait to see, uh, to see them get going here. And I mean, like I said, you know, you try not to put too much stake into, um, you know, the first five or six games. Um, but, uh, I mean, hey, you know, we're starting off strong and, you know, that's, that's, um, that's what you want. So <clears throat> that's what we got for the wild. So now for the Minnesota loons, um, right now they are sitting at seventh um in the western conference um in the last spot and it's it's really coming down to the stretch for them um excuse me um they i think they just played they just played vancouver and lost two to one um they kind of bit themselves in the foot there with uh they kind of bit themselves in the foot there with an own goal, but they're playing on Halloween uh, at Allianz Field against Kansas City, and then they'll finish the season on November 7th 
in LA against the LA Galaxy. Um, I wanted to check something. So, both of those teams, I believe. Uh, so, let's see here. So, the LA Galaxy are currently in sixth place. Uh, they have not clinched a spot <clears throat> yet. And then Kansas City um, is currently first. So, they kind of control their own destiny here. Um, they um, they definitely need at least one win. Um, and, you know, even being, especially being a Minnesota fan, I hate banking on the, well, we need help. Never count on help. Just control your own destiny. Um, this team, like I said, I'm not as much of a, so- I'm not as knowledgeable about soccer as my brother. Hopeful to have him on within the next couple episodes to kind of <clears throat> take us through the loons a little bit. He is, in fact, a season ticket holder, so kind of a big deal. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, just, just win out. I mean, if they get six points in these next two games, um, you know, they'll, they'll they'll be in the playoffs. And, you know, like anybody, any sport fan knows, once you make the playoffs, that's, uh, that's all you really got to do. That's all you really got to do. Um, so, uh, good luck to them. Excuse me. We, um, we hope, uh, that they can, uh, make the playoffs and I don't know if winning the MLS cup is a legitimate thing for them. Um, my brother would be able to tell us that, but Hey, um, that's, uh, that's what we got for the loon. So, um, Go ahead and watch them. So, like I said, they're they got excuse me two remaining games. Um, their next game will be on Sunday at noon, Allianz Field. Uh, you can see that on ESPN, and then on the seventh they'll be playing in LA against the Galaxy. So, watch them. They're they're fun games. I promise you. <laughs>